Hello, this is Michael, and welcome to the Dreadcore. Welcome to the Dreadclaw. I'm Michael Botterell, and some people say that when I play, um, that guy cries because I play so badly. And um, I'm joined today by um, my lovely girlfriend, Megan. Hello. Hello. So um, today what we're going to talk about is basically um, being a, a positive force within the hobby, um, as it were, uh, you know, trying not to be that guy. Um, and uh, yeah, that's basically it. So Megan, um, you're obviously, uh, you are a very new player to the hobby. You don't play Horus Heresy, do you? No, I, I'm, I, I am tempted by the new Blood Angels, but um, I really don't want to get into Heresy. <laughs> yeah. Different rule set for you. You prefer 40k and, and AOS. Yeah, 40k. Oops, hit me microphone there. That's no problem at all. Um, but but much of the you know positivity being a good force in the in the hobby, it, it crosses over into different systems and even different companies' games. So um, yeah, any any game really. Yeah. To, so, to be honest, it crosses into life in general. A lot of it. True. True. That. So how how did you actually get into the hobby? Um, you introduced me to it. Um, (laughs) you had all these miniatures and spent a huge chunk of your time painting them and dragging me into Games Workshop and I was like, oh, they look interesting and uh, you you really wanted to to get me into the hobby so we could do something together and yeah, here I am with um, about three armies on the go. Right, what do you play? Um, Blood Angels with you. I have a combined... Um, army with you orcs yes, yes. we painted those together yes um orcs which I, I kind of you had orcs before and i have more so they will probably end up all being the same band and yeah. used by both of us um i have some drukari yeah. but i haven't done much with them for a while yeah. they were the, the first ones i started with but um I I look back at them and the paint job is not the best and I'd prefer to repaint them and haven't yeah. done much with them. We, we, we've all been, uh, been there and um, that that's 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 fine. Um, I've been there myself, so um, that actually um, you know we'll be talking about painting skills and standards in in, in a little while. So um, yeah, um, so basically, what. What do you think being a positive force in the community in the in the hobby would um, mean? Basically, be, being open to other people entering the hobby, um, encouraging other people to being nice, being a generally nice person. Yeah, not being a douche. Yeah, I think the majority of us don't want to be a toxic part of the hobby. Uh, most of us want to be positive um, influences uh, and parts of the hobby. Yeah. Yeah. I think the trolls are very much in the minority. I think the problem can be the trolls are very loud. They are. Um, And I think it takes people who are not trolls, which are obviously the majority of people, to be a very positive force so that it makes up for the trolls. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I mean, personally, I think we need to do 
uh, our best to be a positive force in our community as our, as our hobby is inherently a community-based hobby i mean that's what it's all about isn't it it really is it's about um well you you're, the majority of people are are there to paint the miniatures to play games even the ones who are just painting the miniatures themselves are they'll want to share their work somewhere and um compare it to other people's schemes and everything and pick up tips from other people and it is it is about sharing work and sharing games and having a good time so you you do need to be part of that community and to be part of that you need to you know work on being decent if you're a toxic force you're you're just doing the hobby a disservice and yourself a disservice because you're not going to be part of the community properly and taking advantage of the community that's there Okay, awesome. Uh, now, when you were talking about your um, your uh, uh, you know your paint scheme being a little bit a uh, bit, bit simple, I mean, what I think you know a big aspect of the hobby is, uh, and when people are being a negative influence, is criticism. So, I mean, for me, if you if if you want to criticize someone. Think about why you're doing that is what I would say. Yeah, I mean, there is... Criticism is not inherently a bad thing. In order to help somebody improve, um, you know, people are always asking, oh, can, you know, points of criticism and things, but you need to be constructive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, then again, I would say if criticism is about how someone plays their army, um, I would say you've got to remember that it's their army. Um, it's their game, their choices, and I would also say at the same time, don't slag people off for playing tough armies. I mean, that's that's one that Chris will um, be familiar with because um, he plays custodies. Yeah, he's are... got the custodies, and yeah, you said that he's had some people criticizing him for his army choice. But there's, you know, it's how somebody plays the game or what army they choose is personal choice. It's not, it's not something that's necessary improved by criticizing so just don't criticize that part of it yeah yeah i mean the end of the day we can all be we're all fans of different different factions there are people who are genuinely you know fans of the custodies for the fluff reasons yes just let them play with chris army and then i've got my mate gareth he's a fan of the thousand sons now i i probably you know grumbled about the thousand (laughs) sons to megan she might not necessarily know what i'm talking about here but yeah, you've, you've talked about them before. Yeah, I've grumbled about them before. They're tough. They're tough. Yeah, I think I think if, if people are your mates, then you can always do a bit of light ribbing about, oh, you play this really tough army, it's always hard to beat. But um, generally, you need to keep it to a minimum, If you're even if you're just ribbing them because you're their mate, because you don't want somebody to feel bad about what they're playing just let them get on with it yeah yeah exactly exactly and uh, and when it comes to paint job criticism i mean for my, my personal opinion is if someone asks for an opinion on their paint job or conversion i would say don't simply offer negative um conversion uh, opinions give give ideas on how they can improve so it, it's not just simply good enough for I me mean, when it comes to your um your jukari as you say it's a simple paint job um when i've I've tried to offer advice. I haven't said, oh, that's rubbish. Um, you know, we, we tried to work together to, to, to talk about how you can improve that. Yeah. I always, um, 
when when I was studying um, teaching and everything, the, one of the things that stuck with me that's important for criticism is to always try and sandwich negative feedback between positive feedback. So you would say, oh, that's um, it's it's great that you are trying to improve as a painter. Um, this this is an element that you could maybe improve on, but I really like this element that you've done there. So you're you're giving them positive feedback as well as the negative. Mm-hmm. So they're going to come away from it not feeling negative about what they've done. They'll just be like, oh, well, somebody said good things about it, but I could also improve on this. And they'll go away and want to improve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, as we grow as painters, no, I mean, no one starts off as an expert. I mean, I've seen the, the, the um, you know, you have Golden Demon painters. I mean, even Duncan from Warhammer TV, you know, they've shared early early paint jobs yeah we're, we're not all like that um six-year-old that painted the uh what was it they painted Necron scarab, yes yeah. the Necron scarabs that did a fantastic job um we all we all start from from the bottom really yeah yeah i mean when i got back into the in, into the hobby um i i did uh blood blood ravens and i hadn't painted i hadn't picked up a paintbrush in about 15 years um and i did the it was a i'll be honest it's a bloody awful paint job um it was mephiston well essentially the equivalent of mephiston red um and then washed drooky violet and that was my my red and i was like yeah Yeah. they look good but it's paint on the model which is better than the plastic let's let's face it anything um on on the model is better than nothing yes because i think bare resin um, and better plastic. I, I don't like that. As a, as a, if you're going to play with it, don't play with that. Um, and getting any kind of paint on the model is is a vast improvement. Yeah, it just it changes it up. Mm. Um, Big time. The the worst thing that I think you can do for criticism as well is simply say thin your paints or post a meme of Duncan saying two thin coats because that's it's not really helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to help help someone it's just being um a dickhead really yeah and if you've got criticism and it solely is to pull someone down then then my personal opinion on that would be um don't say it um you know uh, try to lift people up and give constructive criticism as you say megan uh, sandwich it between positives yeah but basically if you're if you're sending out negative vibes then it's going to be a detriment to the community and it's you want positivity in in what you say even if you have a negative thing to say about somebody's model then make sure you're also saying something positive and make sure you're putting it in a positive way like oh well um the the way you've done that the paint's quite thick but um you know, there's there's painting guides out there that can teach you how to get a good coverage without applying thick coats. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, one 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 often thing I do is when someone puts out their first model, and you do get a, quite a few people who still putting out their first models because, especially in heresy, because um, in forty k a lot there are still a number of players who don't paint their models yeah yeah um and when they put out their first paint job for heresy it's like oh well i've done this and it's like oh that that's fantastic uh, so my, my personal opinion is to go that's fantastic you got paint on the model brilliant yeah um but 
I would then <clears throat> offer, I, mean, I think the biggest resource that we as, uh, you know, as, as trying to be helpful members of the community have uh, is Warhammer TV, for example. There's yeah. A lot of tips on there. I've got a lot of help from there. Yeah. And you can point to that. There's also other papers out there, like um, I'm trying to think of them. TM, TMG. I can't think of the other painters now, but there are lots of other painters yeah. out there. Uh, Apophetic Fish, for example. Um, lots of tips out there on YouTube. But, um, yeah, so be helpful and constructive with your criticism, but at the same time, you've got to avoid shoving it down their throats. Yeah, if people haven't asked for criticism, then don't don't give it, because they might just be... If they're sharing something, they don't, might not always want criticism of what they've shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, only do it if they've asked. And at the same time, you were saying about people having bare plastic models. If that's the way they want to play, then don't overly criticise them for that either. Maybe they just don't like painting. And getting somebody else to paint your models can be very expensive. So if they want to play with bare plastic, then it's it's completely up to them. Just let them enjoy the game. Yeah, I mean, I, I would always personally encourage people as much as possible yeah. to paint because it, it's better for your opponent. You know, it's it's better all around to have a painted army. As we say in the heresy community, fully painted is for closers. Yeah. But if they, it's, it's, a, it's working out when you're encouraging somebody and when you are openly just criticising them and yes. bringing them down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, so... Um, I mean, we, we as hobbyists, I mean, we love to share our work with the community. I do it myself. I share my stuff on Instagram. Um, and I, you know, and, and that's what we do as hobbyists. We like to share our work. And I mean, if you make, I mean, Megan, if, if you, when you share your models, if someone um, makes you feel bad about that, I mean, what? If, if you're made to feel bad, if there's just loads of negativity coming at you, then you're probably not going to want to pick up a paintbrush for a while. If yeah. ever. You you could get people leaving. Um and that's that's not what you want as a community. You want to encourage more people to join the community, not get people to leave by being negative. Yeah. You yeah. don't want to run the risk of them leaving. So uh, Definitely. But at the same time you don't have to be really saccharine sweet about it. You don't have to be false positives all over the place and oh that's a fantastic model, it could be pro painted when it's not up to a pro paint standard you just have to be realistic with what you're saying to people yeah yeah so um i would say you know don't don't say a paint job is great just for the sake of being positive offer advice and congratulate them for getting the model painted yeah only say it's great if it is really great if you if it's not great don't say it's not great if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say it yeah yeah my nana says if you don't if you can't be nice shut your trap yeah exactly I love your nana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wise words. Yes. Uh, so so I would say be constructive and don't simply be negative for negativity's sake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, not, not, not too bad. Um, and, and then there's the, the other aspect, which sometimes I don't quite like about a hobby. And it's sort of a, an indicative of some toxicity within the community is the way some people attack other people. It, yeah, it can happen. Yeah, and yeah. you just you just look at people like that, and you say you you're an adult, not not a three year old. Yeah. So no name calling. Don't call people idiot. For, you know, just and yeah. if even if somebody says it to you, just rise above it. Just absolutely, we are, we are not children. 
I mean, we're playing a game with toy soldiers, basically, but we're not kids. No, no, no. I mean, and if someone's playing a certain army or a certain list because they misinterpreted a rule, even if they get it into utterly backwards, don't call them a name. I mean, uh, my mate Scott Hayes, um, he's also a teacher, uh, <laughs> had has this had this in seventh edition this horrible list of space walls and he misinterpreted a rule and he ended up giving his um uh thunder walls a jinx save which they shouldn't have been able to have okay. because he misinterpreted a rule yeah and it was sort of like oh that was horrible but yeah it's it, you know nobody called him a name over it but i think it was some mild ribbing yeah <laughs> It, it was fine. There was no, no nothing malicious. Yeah, again, ribbing ribbing amongst friends yeah. is it happens, but there's a difference between ribbing and actually attacking somebody about you know name calling and it's there's there's a difference between the two. Yeah, I mean, the moment you call someone a name or an idiot, uh, a twat, you're in the you're in the wrong. Uh, yeah, because that's not what adults functioning in in in, in human society do. And no, it, you it, just don't go around doing that. You, you, well, you shouldn't anyway. Yeah, if it makes you feel better to attack someone, I think you need to think about why that makes you feel better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And attacking people doesn't grow the community. It just shows you up as an immature douchebag. Yeah, again, if you're, if you're attacking people, then they're going to potentially leave the community because they were playing a game. Okay, they might have got something wrong, but they're attacked for it rather than the constructive helpful side of things that you can just explain well actually i don't think that that character can necessarily do this or that unit can necessarily yeah, yeah, move yeah. that way um let's consult the rule book and find out if we can and we'll just you know yeah yeah there's yeah. There's, there's, there's there's proactive ways of clearing things up other than to go oh you idiot that's not what happens yeah and don't say oh go read the rules yeah you know <laughs> talk it through with them look at the rules with them uh, and talk it through. I mean, sometimes a rule can be read one or two ways. I mean, for the most part, we know what we're doing, but sometimes you just got to roll a dice. Yeah, uh, go well. Well, let's just see which way we think it'll. Yeah, odds to without, me, yeah. evens to you. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, if you feel the urge to suck, to call someone a name, then you've got to deal with it better. I mean, well, uh, I mean, I've I've screamed in pillows before. Yeah, or, or my mother always count used to say, ten under your breath. Yes, that's what my mother used to <laughs> just say. Just like yeah, one, yeah. two, three. This will make me feel better. Yeah, and if someone does call you a name, just move on, scroll past, turn around, be done with that conversation. Yeah, just yeah. just move on from them. Yeah, they're cause... not they're not worth your time if yeah. they're doing that type of thing. Yeah, and, and I suppose that brings us naturally to you know the, the issue of anger and dice rage because I mean there are people who get angry. Um, if something goes wrong, I mean, if you've got anger issues, I, I mean, I think you need to figure them out. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's people that will throw models, dice, basically anything. Just it's just don't chuck stuff around. Yeah, it creates a negative situation for everyone. I mean, you need to take care of that anger another way. I mean, throwing things puts a bad taste in people's mouths. I mean, I've seen people who've had dice roll badly for them. They just flung them yeah but that that sets people's day up to be bad that sets their game up bad and puts a negative spin on it and it can really ruin events for people yeah which means they they might want to leave the community again yeah i mean chris has thrown dice away before sorry i'm gonna pick on you chris (laughs) uh he but his dice roll double one 
then another double one with the same oh. dice. So it was just like, yeah, those dice going in the bin. It put, put them in the fridge. It was, Give them time to cool down. Yeah, he didn't get angry and go fling them away. He just... Just them pick them up, right? Yeah. I'm done with you. That, that's a jokey way of doing it. But I have seen people literally fling the dice at the bin. Yeah. Uh, completely different. Um, and I would say, as, uh, as well as that, sitting around and complaining about your dice all game because they're cold, it's also not cool. You know, that can ruin the game for your opponent. A bad dice get roll can ruin your game. Uh, but I don't think it needs to ruin your opponent's game. No, it's just because you have bad dice rolls doesn't mean that it's the end of the world, okay? You might be rolling once at every turn and get nowhere, but it it doesn't mean that you should take your anger out on that situation. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just be grown up about it. Take it on the chin. And it's just, it's just not enjoyable if the person across the table is... Um, throwing stuff around or getting angry or basically blaming bad dice rolls for every move yeah yeah just... exactly um i mean a game with someone raging about their dice is just no fun no it's it's just not it's you need to that you play the game to enjoy the hobby and if you can't enjoy it because the dice rolls aren't going away don't take the enjoyment away from the other person yeah because yeah, at, the, at the end of the day you're going to be that other person at some point playing against somebody who's also having bad dice rolls yeah but if you're getting angry in your game take a breath step outside keep it salt you know civil don't become salty and ruin out someone else's day because you know it's a two-person you, game you're not the center of the universe yeah uh, but i mean when you're playing your games uh as we're talking about you know anger issues when, when you move on to uh, you know we'll we'll talk about playing the games and one thing i've found is don't I personally think is don't blame your dice um, for a bad game because your opponent had to to make rolls to play in the game as well. Yeah, so you might have you might have had to roll saves and you completely fail them all, mm-hmm. and you can wipe out. I'm, I'm in in a forty k game. I wiped out several of your units in one turn. You didn't blame the dice <laughs> for the fact you saved didn't make the save rolls. Because I had actually got in the position to get you to make those save rolls. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Your opponent is is that is there. They are doing the things to make you roll the dice. It's not all about the dice. <laughs> yeah, they're they're putting you in that position to make force you to make those saves. I mean, I had six up saves on this mecha- these mechanical units. Um, uh, you know that I had to take, and that's always going to be difficult anyway. But you yeah. made it. You created the situation with your deployment and and your movement and your shooting that forced me to have to roll those dice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, players put, you know, put their hands in the game. You know, players have a hand in the game. So you can't say that the only reason you lost the game was because of a dice roll. I mean, there have been situations where I have had games where, you know, a dice roll has made the difference either way. But, but your opponent still beat you. They got you to the point that it was down to a dice roll. Exactly. If I had been, uh, if I had been, um, if I'd had a better game, you know, tactically on my part, doing things differently, um, or they'd done things differently, it would the dice roll may not have mattered. But yes, that that's kind of the thing. Um, yeah, you you never lose a game simply because of the dice roll. Your opponent has always been there, 
yeah. you know, working hard to actually get to the point that they went. So yeah, let them have their victory. And they've made a lot of effort to get to that point. So, um, you know, you shouldn't discount the effort of someone who, um, you know, who, who put that work in. Let them be proud of the victory. And, you know, I, I, and don't say that the only reason you lost against them was because of the dice rolls. It wasn't the only reason. The only reason was... The only reason you lost was because you lost. Yeah, I mean, I, I, being a relatively new player, I'm discovering that it's all about knowing your units. So you you don't win or lose because of the dice. You win or lose because you know what your units can do. You use them to the best of their abilities. And then the dice have some say. Yeah, yeah. But you, it's not just down to rolling the dice. Yeah, I mean, there the is luck... a lot of skill involved yeah. and some luck, but there is skill involved as well. I mean, the luck of the dice is the same for both you and your opponent. Yeah, I mean, it can it can turn in a second. Yeah, I mean, when we lose, it's because our opponent beat us. When you lose, you shake your opponent's hand, you say good game, and you start how, figuring out how to beat them with different tactics. Yeah, if it didn't work one way, it'll try a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I mean, you think the way that you were playing was good, but it came down simply to the dice, then figure out how to play the next game so that it comes down less to the dice. Rely less on good dice rolls yeah, to become yeah, a better player. And that's how the best players play. You know, they know their units, as you said. Um, they understand what they can do. And they put them in a position where they're going to have better luck at succeeding with those dice rolls. Yeah, I mean, you you still have bad games where you think all your tactics are lined up, it's perfect, but you have a bad game, you just move on. Yes, exactly, exactly. I mean, bad games happen, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, and try and talk to your opponent, you know, when you're playing games. Explain what you're doing. Interact with people as well. Uh, I mean, um, I've had some games where it's literally as the opponent has literally just rolled dice. There's no banter at all. And that's no fun. You know, the game is a social you know, experience. It is. It's if you're not explaining what you're doing and talking about it, and you know, when I was at um, Company of Legends last time, I was I sat in while um, a couple of players were playing one of the live stream games, and they were even making up stuff about grudges that certain models had on others, and really making it interactive and like almost making up some kind of story arc to go with the things that they were doing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's when um, two, I think, was it two of the Primarchs got together and mm. started beating each other up, basically. That sounds familiar. Yeah, they were, then they were really getting into it. And if you just stand there and roll your dice and go, right, I'm moving there, and don't talk to your opponent, then you're not really getting the most out of the game. They're not going to get the most out of the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, at the same time, you've got to also be conscious, you know, conscious uh, 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 of how your opponent is doing. Because I would say you should try not to have a good game at your opponent's expense. Um, if they're having a crappy time uh, because you're being a jerk, um, you know, if you're being an utter knob, are they going to want to play you again? And will your reputation? Will you get a reputation as someone that nobody wants to play? Yeah, which is you. You definitely don't want that because if you want to play, you want to play. Yeah. So you need to play in a way that's not being a jerk to others so that they'll be like, oh, actually, that's a really good person to play against. I'll 
you know, start yeah. again with you. You'll get more games more yeah. often if you know if you're nice. Yeah. Um, okay, and that, and that's sort of, I suppose that's that's kind of the golden rule in in life anyway. I mean, oh, oh, we're we're Baha'i, so the golden rule for us, you know, the whole treat others how you want to be treated yourself. You know, is kind of a a big thing for us, I guess. Um, and you know, yeah. So it goes without saying that if you don't want your opponent to throw things don't do it yourself if you don't want to be called names then don't call other people names if you don't want someone slagging you off or slagging your paint job off then don't slag off them yeah yeah and and if we do treat people how we want to be treated i mean we're going to have a community that's strong positive and will grow yeah i mean if if other people see you having a good time when you're playing the game, they'll be like, oh, what's this game? You know, how can I get involved? And you can be open and tell them about it and they will become a part of the community as well. It's It makes sense. Whereas if you're all negative about it, you're all throwing things and name-calling, then nobody will be attracted to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when it goes to criticism of painting, I mean, my painting has improved because people gave me advice and encouraged me to keep going. And I practice and I listened and I've got better. I'm not a Golden Demon level painter. I'm not going to be a Golden Demon level level painter, but I don't feel ashamed to put my models on the table. And I've won a couple of Best Painting Awards at local events, I must add. Um, it's to, to, don't put yourself down. That's the other thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you, won, you won some Best Painters. You were a good painter. And you got there painter. by listening to other people's positive feedback yeah, for your I, models, I, constructive I got, feedback. I got there because people helped me. I, I got there because people helped me and were nice with me. Um, and, and when it comes to rules, we're all going to get rules wrong. It doesn't mean we're cheating or we need to go back to starter games. A lot of us, you know, some of us only get to play once a month if we're lucky. So if people have poor gameplay, again, offer advice and support them. Yeah, especially getting rules wrong if you're playing against somebody who is new to the hobby or who doesn't get a lot of games they're not necessarily going to remember all the rules. Like, I I really have problems remembering it. You know I do. I've I've not played many games because I worry about forgetting rules. But Yeah. And I'm worried I worry about playing against other people because of that. So <clears throat> if if you get somebody who's worried about forgetting rules or getting them wrong and you're a douche about it, you're going to put them off the hobby. Yeah, I mean You're gonna send them away. Exactly. I mean, um, you know, I mean, and never cheer for your opponent doing poorly. Uh, get excited about your own roles, but don't cheer your opponent doing badly. I know we all do it sometimes. You know, we always go, yes, when someone rolls at one. <laughs> it's it's really um, hard not to. <laughs> but your opponent's already disappointed, so try not to rub it in. You know, if you manage to kill Magnus, um, don't uh, do a little bit of a jig, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cool. He, 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 it was a, it was a little bit of a cheer, but he, he didn't. Didn't. Yeah, I think read your opponent. If your opponent looks devastated, then try to keep your joy inward. Yeah. If they look as if you know they're taking it on the chin, they don't really care. Then you be a bit more outward about how happy you are. They just rolled a one, and you 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 know killed their character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, this is a hobby. It's entertainment. And what we do isn't, isn't going to change the world. There's no reason to be overly negative or angry about it. Um, whether you win or lose a game, a tiny plastic spaceman on a tabletop full of fake scenery doesn't really matter to your life. Or at least it shouldn't. Yeah. 
I mean, it, it it can matter. It can make you feel good if you win, but at the same time, it should make you feel good to lose sometimes. Yeah. Because you've played a good game. It depends on how much of a douche the other person was about the fact they won, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the um, as Lenny sang, if you you win some, you lose some, all the same to me. The pleasure is the play. I don't share your greed. Yeah, um, I mean, I remember you telling me that your old store manager told you that the object of the game was to win. But then I can remember also being told that it's about having fun. Yeah, that was Martin. He sold the same thing. Yeah. You know, point is for two people to have fun. Yeah. That's what he said. He said two people should be having yeah. fun. The object is to win, but the point is to have for two people to have fun. Yeah. Um, we should be striving to be better players and builders and painters and better human beings. Yeah, yeah. As well. I, if you're going to be a troll just for being a troll, that's not helping our hobby. Um, you really are damaging the community and preventing it from growing. Yeah, people aren't going to be attracted to a community that is full of a bunch of trolls because they're just they're going to be afraid of making a mistake, painting a model poorly, and being criticised and attacked for it. And that's not it's not good. Yeah, yeah. So be positive. Be be a force for growth in the community by not being a dickhead, and don't do something which makes people feel bad. Yeah, it's. That's really simple, basically. Don't be a douche. Be positive. People join the community. You'll have more games. You'll have more yeah. fun. Yeah, precisely. Okay, well, um, I think that about covers everything we wanted to cover in this episode. Yeah. So um, is there anything else you'd like to add, Megan? I don't think so. No? Cool. Uh, we will have to have you on again. If only because you're such a simple um, and easy-to-grab resource. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know how I feel about being called simple, but you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, and obviously, as you said, you're very excited about some of the new Blood Angels models that have been coming out the weekend. Yes. They they um, they are looking particularly good, I think. Yeah. 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 You might have to start um, a, a Blood Angels army just so I can just for <laughs> pilfer a few to paint. <laughs> aye, aye. Okay, no problem then. Well, thank you for joining me, Megan. It's all right. Yep. And um, thanks for listening, guys. And we'll uh, we'll be back again uh, soon with another episode.